to another Video Games to the Max, episode 148, and I am your host, Sean Garmer, and with me here, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Well, yeah, it's been a while again. Sorry about that. Uh, I, I blame you. Yes, it is my fault. It's fine. <laughs> I need to stop. I'm, I'm getting too old. Like, uh. I need to stop I just, uh, sleeping. I just need to get your phone number so I can start calling you at like 1.30 and go, let's podcast. <laughs> Actually, I even keep meaning to give you my phone number and I forget. We need to do that at the end of this podcast. Uh, so, you know, uh, last time we were with you guys, we were doing that Nintendo Switch event thing. Uh, they have uh, released a few more things about the Switch. Nothing that really seems like it's uh, going to be this knockout wonderful thing, but, you know, it kind of is what it is with the Switch at this point. Uh, keep getting, like, not so good news, which is kind of sad, but I don't know that we really got this impression that it was going to be anything than other than a portable, more highly powered Wii U. And after, you know, getting these specifications or whatever that were released, I'm not, you know, seeing anything better than that. I mean, they did reveal the uh, screenshot thing. We'll have a menu that you can go to and look at all your screenshots. There's a thing that shows the menu that looks a lot like the PS4 menu. And... Yeah, I mean, you'll even get Nintendo News on your deal, and there's going to be, the the memory card thing is going to come with a patch, or an update, I guess on day one, and that it will support uh, 1080p and 60 frames when it's docked, so. Did you see the uh, screenshot of, like, the debug menu? No, I have not. Yeah, like a few screenshots leaked of that. Like, the, I think it was like Nintendo Portugal ran a trailer, and they forgot to like add in their screenshots. Uh. So it, it was just like debug menu stuff, and it looks like stock Android like menus. And I'm like, wow, holy Christ! <laughs> wow. Like if this thing's running Android, like I know it is running Android like at a certain level, but if it's running Android like that that deep into it. This thing is going to have, like, no security on it at all. Oh, God. That's... Well, hackers are going to have a field day with that. Do whatever you want on the Switch pretty soon. Just uh, download this download this APK file, and now you have Zelda Breath of the Wild. <laughs> oh, God. That's uh, not... Uh... I'll be... No. I'll, I'll actually be interested if somehow they can get Switch games off of that thing onto, like, an Android tablet. That would be amazing, but, man, that's thought to be a pretty powerful tablet, though. Sure, but, I mean, there are already tablets out there powerful, more powerful than the Switch as it is, so... Especially, like, if a tablet's running, like, a Tigra 2 chip? Like, no way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to be hard not to be able to do uh, if you don't I, want, if you don't want if you don't want a tablet that's fine 
there are also Android-based PC emulators out there that right. will run that stuff with no problem. <laughs> Uh, I just hope you don't hear bad things from Nintendo. I don't want to be getting one of those things and feel like I got cheated out of $300 when I could have just waited and got the thing hacked or something. I don't know. I still feel like they're going to wind up... I, I wonder if they're going to wind up doing a Nintendo uh, 3DS thing like they did at the beginning where they're going to have to come out and go, well, we might have to lower the price on this thing. Because, you know, $300 might be a little steep for what you're getting. Well, I think the Switch will sell well initially, but after the first year, who knows? Like, you've got to think about all the Switch games coming out, like Zelda and Mario and you right. know, that stuff. But after that glut of good games, like, what, well, I guess I'll get another Zelda in three to five years. And I mean, yeah, I mean, they could always remaster Skyward Sword, too. So, uh, you know... Uh, Maybe, but... I mean, they can take the the motion controls out of it if they want. Yeah, but you still needed an analog stick to, to play that game. <laughs> well, don't you have the analog sticks on the the Joy-Cons and all that? Yeah, but they worked in tandem. Like, if, if they're plugged in, how are you going to use them that well? Eh. I mean, you, obviously you couldn't do two-player, but you can do the ones where they're not plugged in, or you can do the... You know, or you use the Pro Controller. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, uh, Nintendo also had uh, good news on their financial front with the Pokemon selling. Like, who knew Pokemon was going to sell, right? I mean, uh, interesting to note that Pokemon Sun and Moon is basically only behind Mario Kart 7 and Pokemon X and Y right now is the highest selling uh, 3DS games. So, nothing really different for Nintendo, just, hey, if you have a portable system, go buy Pokemon. It's the reason to buy your portable system. <laughs> still, so many years later. Uh, I, I'm still, like, shocked, though, that the 3DS, I mean, I'm sure Pokemon has a heck of a lot to do with this, but that the 3DS, I think, had a 20% increase from last year. But then you look at the Wii U and how bad... It is. It's just... Dang. That's because there were good games in the 3DS. <laughs> like, that's one thing I had hoped that they learned from all this, is that you can't just have, like, these huge gaps where you don't have anything people actually want to have on the Switch. Or whatever. I mean... You know, they they have all these developers come out at the beginning. How many of them are going to actually come out with a game within a decent time frame and not have it be, like, delayed a bunch of times or or find out it's on some other system or, you know. Coming soon, Red Steel 3 from Ubisoft. (laughs) And they could do it. Those, uh... The Joy-Cons do mimic the motion controls, so... <laughs> I mean, why not? Uh, I'm sure they'll come up with some kind of Carnival Games thing, too. Just to see if it sells. Yeah. What do you think of these uh, Xbox Gold and and PS Plus lineups for the... Of course, the Xbox Gold one's already out there. 
Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, which is a pretty decent indie game. Monkey Island 2 Special Edition I already have uh, owned, but it's there on your 360 and your PS Plus stuff, which will show up next week. Uh, Little Big Planet 3, Not a Hero. Uh, Not a Hero, which very underrated game. Star Wall is crossed by with PS4. And I feel like all these games they're picking now, it's to reward people that have PS4s. And everything else is kind of like, alright, well, good thing you still have one of those. Like all the Vita games lately have been, let's make sure they're crossed by with PS4. Ninja... Senki DX and Torque L. I mean, I mean, the nothing hottest, stands out, but you know, the hottest, the hottest games ever so far. <laughs> of the entire list, the only game that's actually worth a damn is uh, Project Cars on the Xbox One. <laughs> yeah, you have that on a PC, right? Yeah. You. It, uh... cer- it certainly isn't the Force Unleashed on the Xbox 360. <laughs> <laughs> So how does it compare to like I guess you know your Forzas and stuff like that? I mean, is it? Uh, from what I remember, Project Car it plays differently. Like it's a lot more realistic, which I mean you probably wouldn't like because I don't think you're into racing games that much. Um, but there are a lot of different car varieties, like from like hyper cars to like muscle cars to even go karts, which I thought was interesting. But they had no career. And it was very weird. <laughs> I, really? I, st- I selected, like, a career, like they had, like, three career options. And, like, the option I picked was, like, okay, start from go-karting and, like, make your way up to, you know, regular cars and, like, supercars and stuff like that. And I beat, like, two of the go-karting championships. And it's like, okay, uh, stay in go-karting. And I was like, no, I want to move up to, like, cars now <laughs> And it never gave me the opportunity. And I was like, this is dumb. I just don't want to be go-karting for the rest of my life without without red shells. Like, uh, <laughs> But, I mean, it looked great. The weather system was fantastic. It's a good it's a good racing game. Like, it's a... It's not as good as Forza, but it's better than Gran Turismo. <laughs> well, that's saying something. Gran Turismo is still pretty great uh, racing series, you know, so... Not really. Uh, well, I mean... Now, now they only make one, one of them, like, every seven years, and the one they make is not good. <laughs> oh, I mean, you hope that the one for PS4 is going to be good, at least. I, I never really care for it because it's too realistic for me. I just... Oh, you mean when I, it comes out when it comes out in, like, 2022 and is only VR exclusive? Yeah, or they just have a PS5 by then. Yeah. Like, we just had to delay it that long. Or they just go, like, we got 2,000 cars. Only 200 of them are actually premium models, and the driving driving model still sucks. It's like, all right. (laughs) Why are you taking the WWE video games approach to this of just having a big roster of cars (laughs) instead of fixing the underlying problems? (laughs) Because they think it's what's going to get people to actually, you know, buy the game. Yeah. If only, if only there was, like, a uh, Brian Pillman version of a, of a uh, sports car. <laughs> uh, why, so it could just crash itself? Or? Pretty much. 
burnout mode. Yeah, burnout mode, yeah. I mean, I thought they were, aren't those, the dangerous golf not so enough that they're not, they're still not going to make that game? No, I the, doubt it. I think dangerous golf was a good, kind of a huge failure, actually. That and actually 100 foot golf was like, 100 foot golf like did reviewed reasonably okay, I think. But like dangerous golf like bombed. Oh, and it's like, what do you sad. expect? I really wanted them to make that that burnout game, but and they should have made it in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. If somebody told them they had to make something that wasn't burnout first, like, or why are you fucking around this golf game that no one cares about in the first place? It's like, <laughs> a, it's a golf game, and b, who cares? Yeah, if it's not Mario Golf, nobody's gonna give a crap. <laughs> or maybe you know, maybe the whatever the hell it is, who's on it now, Roy McIlroy. Yeah. Do people even buy those things? No. Uh, I think the last one was pretty bad, actually, also. And EA keeps losing licenses, too. Every year, I feel like they there's more talk about how they lost this golf course and that golf course. Like, really? Okay. Who cares? <laughs> like, I, I think I played one of those one time, and I was like, yeah, this is, this is all right. I think Tony Hawk, not, I mean, uh... Tiger Woods at 97 had a few episodes of South Park on it. That was pretty funny. (sighs) South Park. Still going strong after all these years. But, uh, so, I mean, the last thing that we, uh, to to get out of the, well, last couple of things, to get out of the Switch stuff. So, you know, they made this big deal about, well, it wasn't necessarily a big deal, but there was this rumor going around about a Rockstar game being on the Switch. Then the next day, it's like, L.A. Noir on the Switch. Like, what? <laughs> like, I don't run it. Okay. That, like, that makes me think the Switch is no more powerful than a nineteen than a 2011 console. Like, no, but seriously, like, you, you guys couldn't ask for, like, GTA 4, even? I mean, like, okay, you know, the detective stuff was fine in that game. But, like, once you, after a while, it just gets, like, monotonous. It's the same stuff over and over. None of it really varies, and, you know. And then the open world stuff is crappy compared to, yeah. yeah. I have a real abject dislike of that game. Like, I've tried to play it a few different times, and it just does not pull me in at all. I find the interrogation stuff to be really weird and awkward. And, like, the, even the detective stuff is just very clumsy, I thought. You just have to, like, walk around an area for a while until you hear, hear an audio cue. And it's like, okay, I'm by the clue now. Let's pick it up. Oh, now I can see why they want it. They want that that audio cue thing for the those for the Joy-Cons. Like, listen to your Joy-Con without having to watch the screen. Honestly, oh. honestly, I'd... I'd what they should do is make like a bully mini game collection, or just put bully on there. Well, I mean, bully's old. Like that's a decade old game. Like more than that at this point. But come up with something new, like a bully mini, like what they're already doing with the one two switch thing or whatever, like dodgeball or you know, uh, something like that. You know. 
Would they really? Would Rockstar really do something like that, though? Make make table tennis too, then. Why not? <laughs> hey, I like that table tennis game. It's the most serious table tennis game I've ever seen. They're still using that game engine. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, you know, I just I don't know. I feel like Nintendo's just happy to get like any freaking port they can get at this point and think that you know that's gonna do something it's just i don't isn't that what do i mean to me that's what partially doomed the wii u is it got a bunch of ports of games that didn't matter like mass effect 3 and like well, we're not batman, gonna have the other two games or like batman arkham city and it's like all right i mean arkham origins is already out at that point and they were already working at arkham knight so it's like Okay. Yeah, everybody that's that's played that game already played that, it. That wants to play it is already you know, like I just don't see people that had the Wii going. All right, I have never played any other console ever, except for the Wii. Other than the casual people that didn't even care what the Wii U was because they were too confused about what it actually was. So, yeah. I... I, did, I don't know that this is going to attract the, the casuals either because the price is so high. And then you tell them that they got to pay another $80 for controllers and everything else. I mean, uh, you know. I mean, I think, I think the core price of the system is actually fine. Like $300 is pretty part and parcel, honestly. I mean, but the high controller cost is one thing, but... Don't lose, don't lose the controllers. <laughs> yeah, Problem don't, solved. <laughs> don't let your pets... Well, but you still... If you want to have four controllers, you got to have... You got to pay the other $80. So, instead of buying... I mean, which at launch, you know, there's only five games or whatever. So, other than buying... So, let's say you buy Zelda, which is 60 If you want to have... For some reason, you decided you wanted to buy one, two Switch, and you want to have a party and have two more controllers. You're looking at like close to like five hundred and something dollars at that point. So, you know the the price that you're looking at, you go, oh well, I could have a PS4 or an Xbox One with a bunch of games. Yeah, but it's not more. It's not portable, and also like think of that argument when the PS4 or Xbox One came out. Like the Xbox One was what five hundred dollars when it launched, wasn't it? Right, yeah. And if you wanted to, you know, get a game and then, like, multiple controllers, that was $600, so. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I think with the other systems, it's not so much like this prevalent idea that you're going to need more than one controller, right? Because the, the thought is, oh, well, I can just play with my friends online. Well, with Nintendo, you just never know, because even though this Nintendo network apparently is going to cost $30, um, you know, uh, a year, which is 30 bucks less than the other guys, does that mean that you're going to have half the... Is that because a lot of the stuff you get on the system is on that phone? Yeah. Or is that because your, your network is going to be shittier? That too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like... <laughs> Nintendo's not done a good online system ever. <laughs> well, it's true, but it's just like you're setting the bar low when you're 
wanting people to still pay full price for your games and you don't go down on your games, but I feel like they're they're scared that if they put it at sixty and then it sucks that people are gonna get pissed. So if they put it at thirty and they do a passable job that people will be happy with it. And then they'll raise it up like Sony did. Oh, probably so. But you have to justify something else. Like you're gonna have to do something where you might have to keep, you might have to get to keep some of these games or something. Not you'll you'll get two free games a month instead of one. <laughs> that you only get to keep for that month. And one of them will always be Bubsy Two. <laughs> <laughs> With multiplayer? Did it even have yes. multiplayer? No, they'll add, they'll patch it in. <laughs> Let's just add multiplayer for no reason to Bubsy Two. Uh, and yes, I mean, I'm a fan of these games, these, these Cookie Mama games, I actually like them, and it helps you, uh, learn how to, sort of basically learn how to cook things, it doesn't, I'm not saying it goes way out there on a, on a different scale or whatever, but I had fun learning different things and getting to play it with the 3DS and stuff, so, I'm glad to hear that they're still bringing these to the West, have you ever, uh, Play these? No, the cooking. No, because I don't have a 3ds <laughs> or uh, DS. <laughs> well, they need, to, they need to keep they need to start keep bringing over babysitting mama games. So, <laughs> what are you trying to say? You're saying the mamas aren't uh, babysitting their own kids? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> shake, shake the baby, shake the baby some more. Oh, jeez. So you know. Some uh, some bad news about some games here. Uh, Square Enix, even though we have good news to talk about with them later, it's actually sort of surprising news, really. They are deciding to what we pretty much... Well, for one, hearing that Tomb Raider sold well enough that they're making a third game now. But IDOS is going to go ahead and work, start working on a third Tomb Raider and they aren't going to... They're going to put do, uh, Dos X on a hiatus for a while. That's... I mean, you say that's a bad thing, but honestly, I played The Last Day of Sex. It's probably a good thing. Like, The Last Day of Sex game was very similar to the last one. And it's like... Aside from how it looks, they were pretty much the same damn game. So, if they gave that franchise a little time off... That's fine. Like two or three years, then get people interested in it again. Go on, go for it. <laughs> Do you think there's a worry that it just won't come back at all, or no? Because they brought it back, in the, like they brought it back from a it's a ten year hiatus in the first place. So, <laughs> so I'll just go on another ten year hiatus, and we'll bring you back when nobody. When this, you know, new generation doesn't even know what you are, we can uh, sell people on that. I, well, look at that not, Alice. Look at that Alice game they made a while ago. The uh, the second one. Yeah. It's like no yeah. one was really clamoring for this, and you still you made it, and I liked it. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> you know, I know not everybody was a big fan of it, but. I thought it was, like, way too long. <laughs> that I'll agree with. Like, God, it felt like it went on forever. Like, the original Alice game was, like, a six- to eight-hour game. 
and the second one was like a 30 hour game and it's like no please no <laughs> yeah it's kind of i've worn out my welcome on creepy alice at this point but i mean i, I still think i mean it's way better than those disney alice movies so i mean that's not saying much but still well the second the second one was such a big hit what are you talking about <laughs> I felt like they just made the second one because they know they had to. Like, okay, you made Alice in Wonderland. Well, you got kind of got to make it through the Looking Glass or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, they're still making those. Uh, what the pirates? Yeah, pirates. pirates and, yeah. And all that. So, I mean, nothing really surprised me with Disney sometimes. When are they making that Lone Ranger sequel that everyone everyone's clamoring for? Oh God! That and John Carter. Oh, John Carter, the biggest wasn't that like their biggest bomb? One of them, yeah. In, like ever? Jeez, I remember looking at that and going, "Man, that's just terrible." And at least Lone Ranger had something with it, but. So Titanfall Two, one of the great games of 2016. Won some game of the years for quite a few people. Didn't perform well in the sales department. And has people wondering if there's going to be a Titanfall 3. Yeah, because it got released like in between Call of Duty and Battlefield 1. It's like, what do you expect? I don't understand EA. Like, why would you cannibalize your... This thing that you... You made a big deal about having the first one, okay? And then you put everything in this one that people wanted, and then you're going to go sacrifice it between the other game that you have, Battlefield, and then the, your competitor. Like, uh, It's because they own Battlefield, and they don't technically own uh, Titanfall, I, don't, I think. I know, That's but one. you couldn't... And they, they set up my like kind of program to like Call of Duty, like the sci-fi shooter. I guess, but there is like, such a thing as getting shootered out. Yeah, like if they'd, if they'd been smart, they would have released it like March. Nothing's coming out, you know. Yeah, or at least like not in the same, not in the two the two week period. September or something when yeah. they released it. Wasn't the first one like the end of September? The first, I thought that first one was like. Let me check. I thought it was, like, April, though, or something. Might have been. But, I mean, like, even then, like, you know, middle September or something, it's still enough time between that and Battlefield, a month between Battlefield, that by the time people got done with the campaign and all that kind of stuff, oh, well, kind of want another shooter to play. Yeah, the Not... first one was, the first one was March 11th. Ah, uh, March, okay. So, I mean, I just... EA makes no sense. I mean, it's not like that. I mean, the game was was uh, wonderfully received and everything. Just, you want your game to sell. It doesn't make sense to me to put it between two other games. Their hope is that it's going to be like Battlefield 4 and that it just keeps selling. I feel like yeah. Battlefield 4 just kept selling because people were hoping that one day they fix it so they keep buying it. <laughs> good, good philosophy. <laughs> Are they aren't they still releasing DLC for Titanfall two? Yeah, but it's, it's all free. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. Do you think this is gonna actually have legs though? People are gonna just 
keep buying this game? I doubt it. I don't think people want the first one that much. Like, it, when it would go on sale, people would buy it, but that's about it. And that's how I bought Titanfall 2. It was like a $30 sale, so... Yeah, and when you look at uh, the, you know, big rankings for 2016, what's the first two games on this list here? <laughs> Call of Duty, Infinite Warfare, and Battlefield 1. Uh, yeah, no wonder Titanfall got squeezed out. <laughs> Everybody was buying the other two games, and then not too much that Call of Duty had, like, every kind of sale imaginable. They were giving it away for a penny. During yeah. Christmas, I mean, if you inflate those numbers with that, but, I was uh, I was pretty shocked by this ranking. The two the two games I was shocked about was Grant Grand Theft Auto Five is number six for 2016. What the hell? Yeah, and Call of Duty Black Ops Three is number eight. Uh, call GTA Five is still a sixty dollar game for the most part. Yeah, but I mean, we're talking about the Call of Duty from last year as well. I mean, it's just like, Grand Theft Auto's what, like, two, three? Three. Years old? Three years old at this point, people are still buying that game. Uh, the Division being third was also kind of interesting. It was yeah, very that's interesting. Other, that was the other thing. I was like, whoa, like, like that's pretty high. <laughs> I mean, uh, I... I wonder if people, you know, you had a lot of people who had problems with it on PC and they just bought it on console. Instead, I thought Overwatch being number seven was also kind of interesting because every every online site does a gaga over Overwatch, but it didn't like it sold seventh, but that's not like super high. <laughs> well, it's kind of like what we just talked about with Titanfall, right? Like every freaking site was talking about how great Titanfall was, and you know I think uh, we even had a part of the podcast where we talked. I mean, we had Titanfall number two, so I mean. Just be, sometimes it it shows that critical acclaim isn't everything. I mean, the usual suspects you you would think NBA, Madden, FIFA, FIFA being number nine is interesting. Uh, but uh, Final Fantasy fifteen creeping in there at number ten with uh, with only what a month. That's that's pretty amazing. Yeah. I'd say. So that, I mean, that's good for Square. They got people to to buy their game, and uh, now they're going to even update the final chapter because people have a problem with it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I didn't have a problem with it so much. I know what people are are complaining about, and I can totally see because it tries to be like five different games at once when you get to that part. Um. I know you haven't gotten there, so I don't want to get into anything specific. But yeah, just I can understand why they're doing it. Um, I can understand the whole part of the why they're adding more story, more than that. But March twenty eighth, along with the Gladio DLC, where you get to find out where he went for that one period. When he when he became a hunter. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go hunt Gilgamesh. All right. Why well, don't like you couldn't tell us that? All right. But I'm glad yeah. the picture thing is going to get updated because I was so tired of having to delete pictures after a while. I don't know why they just don't make that thing unlimited. Like, why? You know, just you can't go have... buy a memory card at Final Fantasy 15. Like, 
people but people have like nine thousand pictures and it'll take up all the PS4 hard drive space. <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't know. I, I feel like you should have been able to uh, upgrade the amount of pictures you can have in game or something. Like, uh, I do you have a lot? Like I have like seventy or eighty, and that's you know fine. Well, I mean, I, I would just take a picture of like every time they would camp. I would take one picture from there, from the set. Yeah. So eventually it would get to like 150, and then I'd have to just start deleting stuff until they got to the point where I just deleted a bunch of the early stuff and just kept all the later uh, stuff you know, when I got to the end. They should really do is implement what Firewatch did, so you can like send the pic- you can like send the pictures back to Square Enix, and they can send you the actual photos. They can just mail it to you. <laughs> That would be cool. Why not? It'd be expensive. Uh, yeah, probably. Square would not uh, be paying for that kind of thing. Uh, I I do like the idea of getting to listen to the Final Fantasy music while being on the Chocobo. It's kind of sacrilegious, I feel. Just because you're always supposed to be listening to that Chocobo music while you're on the Chocobo. But, I always you know. think of... They uh, this like... Way back in the day, this Newgrounds Flash cartoon about Final Fantasy, I think it's like 7 through 10, and they set it to cho- the Chocobo music, and I always think of that. <laughs> I feel like I've watched that at least once. Yeah. And like, Newgrounds was like the place to go for all the Flash videos. Yeah, and it was still relevant. <laughs> right. That site's still going? It's, t- yeah, it's still around. It'll never really go away, but it's, no one cares about it anymore. <laughs> I was, I'm surprised that, like, you know, somebody hadn't tried to buy, buy them out by now or or whatever. But, yeah. uh, I mean, I, I, I'm cool with that. I, I That's one of the things I loved about uh, riding in the car uh, was the Final Fantasy music. And now I guess you can do that while you're riding your Chocobo. So, because you, you do that a lot. I, I did it a lot, too. Just Didn't you buy the MP3 player? Uh... There's an MV3 player you can buy? Yeah, in the car. Like, the car, you know that car has a store, right? Yes, yes. And there's like an MP3 player you can buy just listen to music as you're, like, walking around also. Oh, I didn't know that. I always yeah. thought it was just from the car. Oh, well. No. I'll have to, next time I boot that game up, I'll have to buy the MP3 player. <laughs> yeah, so it's only, like, 100 gold or something, so it's, like, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's nothing. It's, like, one of the, how much it costs to buy one of the albums. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what, uh, I know you're excited about this SWAT 4. Yeah, because I didn't, oh, no. I didn't want to pay $90, $90 for a copy of it. <laughs> Jeez, $90? I, I actually looked on eBay, like, a week before. Can't, yeah, SWAT 4 Gold is on, uh, GOG right now for, like, 10 bucks. And a boxed copy of that game is, the cheapest one is, uh, $95. On eBay, Oof. and these aren't um, American copies, by the way. They're like European copies, so it's kind of a crapshoot if they even work. <laughs> but isn't uh... oh well, well PCs region free, right? Or... Oh yeah, but it takes a lot more space because of languages, and it might not. You know, you never know, really. <laughs> well, well, that's true. Yeah. Well, good thing for GOG that uh, they 
were able to get it on there for ten dollars, and now you, I'm guessing you're already enjoying it. And I haven't, I haven't bought it yet. I haven't been poor, but I'll buy it when I can. <laughs> uh, so like, it's a it's a very good game. Like Ken Levine worked on it. So so what do you are, are you? Is it a flying game or is it a like where you're the SWAT team and? Yo, it's a tactical first-person shooter. Like you go and do, it's like breach houses and subdue criminals and rescue hostages and stuff like that. But you're supposed to do it non-lethally. Like you're not supposed to go in like guns blazing. And uh, like if you get shot once, you're like done. It's like realistic in that sense. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, so it's kind of like Rainbow Six Siege, but before. No, it's like it's like Rainbow Six Siege, but good. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair enough on on that. So like Square Enix, you know, we talked about them, you know, with the with the Dove Sex, with with uh, with Final Fantasy. Then you get this shocker of all the publishers I thought would be signing some deal with Marvel for Avengers. I didn't think it'd be Square Enix. I guess unless you want to include the Kingdom Hearts tie-in, uh, but so they're making an a, a Avengers game or a series of Avengers games, which I don't know why I cannot find the thing about it at this point. But uh, I think yeah, Eidos, I mean, Idos Montreal is making it. Yeah, uh, Crystal Dynamics, Idos Montreal. So the the people behind the Tomb Raider. Uh, it's going to be a console game. Um, which is weird because, you know, Disney's pretty much been making, like, mobile games with, other than, you know, when they do stuff with Star Wars or or whatever. So, I mean, are you... Do you feel like, you know, it could just be, like, another Marvel Ultimate Alliance or, you know, what? No, I think it'll be a lot more linear, I would say. Like, a lot more character-driven. Like, I don't think you'll be swapping between, like, Iron Man and Thor and, like, the same area, or it's saying, like, level, for example. Um, I think it's interesting, like you said, the whole, like, Disney-Square Enix, like, partnership with the Kingdom Hearts, like, is Kingdom Hearts 4 going to have, like, just Marvel characters in it? Or even Star yeah, I Wars? I think they already said Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to have Marvel characters in it. Okay, well, what about Star Wars, then? Like, is it going to be Sora That's teaming up something with... Sora teaming up with, like, key- Luke and... You know, Wolverine. <laughs> I wonder. I, I wonder. I mean, I don't think Wolverine would be allowed in the game. But, uh, you know, I I think they're sort of keeping that under wraps. Like, the Star Wars one is, if that's even there, they're really not saying much about that. But the Marvel one is, like, almost expected at this point for them to reveal that. Uh, you know, they already had the Big Hero 6 that's going to be in there and everything. Uh I mean, but, th- th- this sounds really cool if they can actually... I'd imagine that you'd at least play with two of them, if not three of them, and maybe there's some DLC that lets you play with some of the other ones, Avengers-wise. Yeah, but it's only, what, ten Avengers? Twelve? Yeah, but I mean, they have different... Uh versions of them where they can, you know, add people and 
I mean, they could the probably get at least two games out of it, right? If you're the the only thing I would say is if I mean if this is going to be like a real game, like a, you know, a real you know Marvel game, I want the voice. I want the actors doing voices for it. Like that shouldn't be hard, <laughs> right? But you know, that's money, and technically they're signed to movie contracts, not game contracts. I think unless. Yeah, but it's a difference between, you know, Robert Downey Jr. filming for six months and Robert Downey Jr. Saint, like talking in the microphone for six days. Yeah, but how much money are they got to pay Robert Downey Jr. to talk in there for six days? That's the problem. I mean... Well, again, though, he's not, you know, he's not... He's not, like, wearing, having to wear the suit and acting on a screen, like... Right. I mean, I'm assuming that, you know, the voice acting contracts are way less, obviously, but still, I'd, you know, if he's $20 million per movie, I'd imagine it's at least half that for a voice, or it, at least five, or... It should be like one. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, I mean, they, you've still got the, are the voice actors still on strike? Yeah, technically that's true also, but I mean, they're not a part of that union, I don't think. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, it would have to be the screen actors people, but who knows? They could. They could do it. I just, I wonder if they would try to save themselves money that way to be able to put more into the game. Uh, this is the right people to be doing it, though. I mean, they're the ones that are very in tune with, you know, the American side, the, the sort of non-RPG side of Square Enix, so... They're also making a, uh... They're rumored to be making a Guardians of the Galaxy game, also. Oh, besides the Telltale one? Yeah. Why not? If they can do it right. I mean, you can't do any worse than, like, the Deadpool decent game that that was, or whatever, so... I have a friend who defends that game, and I'm like, you're nuts. <laughs> I think Daniel sort of liked that game a little bit, too. I mean, he didn't think it was the greatest game ever, but... Like, it is yeah. a... It's, a, like, a definition of, like, a two- or three-star game. Out of, like, right, you know, yeah. five like stars. A it's, five, you know, like a six or something. You know, It's perfectly average, but it's like, that does not... It's not good. <laughs> like... <laughs> right, it's a... Okay, I got it for, like... Five bucks. Okay, let me play this. You know. Yeah, it's like uh, it, it not being terrible does not make does not make it good. It means it means it's just average. Right. Like uh, the last yeah. good, the last good Marvel game, like it was like a console Marvel game, like would probably be like Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine. The, yeah, that wasn't like Marvel Ultimate Alliance type, like the X Men Legends yeah, or whatever. I'm talking yeah. like yeah, single like single player games. Yeah, it would like, be Wolverine. Yeah, the Amazing Spider Man games were like. Again, or wasn't a- the average, the X Men but... movie game actually pretty good too? No, I thought None it was. More. Ah. Like they had one that was like Wolverine, Nightcrawler, and I think Iceman. Mm-hmm, yeah, that, that might have been that might have been like X Men Two, but no. <laughs> The Wolverine game, that's about it. <laughs> yep, and of I, course you got the terrible Thor and Captain America and Iron Man games. That, actually, Captain America is not bad. It's ah. like, 
a step above average. They at least got the voice actor, like the actor, the actress in the movies to do the voices in the game. Oh yeah, that's because that was like it was a movie game, so they made it part of the contract or whatever. So. And I think it's like, I want to say it's like rare now. Let me check. Yeah, I think they've stopped making it. So if you're trying to find it or. Yeah, because I think it was like. For like Xbox 360, it, was like, it became like an expensive game. Yeah, new a copy of that game was 115 dollars for 360. Ooh. Yeah, not uh, yeah, not paying for that. The PS3 <laughs> went 70 bucks. Well, yeah, that's that's pretty much how all of that stuff went for the PS3 because it was such a there was so, so many problems a lot of times with with those games on on PS3. Yeah. Uh, God, I remember the was it Skyrim and Fallout both had terrible problems on that system for different reasons. Yeah. So they have more game announcements here. Your uh, your favorite Dirt Four. Yeah. I, I hope it's good. <laughs> Pillars of Eternity Two, which I'm hoping would actually work on my computer. <laughs> Uh, and Nino Kuni 2, which is apparently also coming to PC. Uh, nothing really new for Sony. They like to put their games on PC as well. I I would like it if Nino Kuni 1 came to PC. <laughs> I wonder if they'll do that. They'll kind of pack it in with 2 or something. Like make it like a pre-order bonus or something? Yeah. That wouldn't be a bad thing that, I'd like to, I mean apparently they have nothing to do with each other so if, if I, Mr. Drippy is not in this game fuck this game I don't think Mr. Drippy is in Nino Kuni 2 at all and I don't have to care about it <laughs> apparently it's also a very much more adult oriented game too but uh, we, we shall see uh, Banner Saga 3 getting made I don't know why if you made two of these games why you have to have Kickstarter campaigns for them still but well, they actually they actually did talk about that a little while ago. One was kickstarted pretty successfully. Right, yeah. Two was not. Like they just made it by themselves and I think that one of the CEO like the CEO or like project leader or something talked about like they should have kickstarted it because it got the community involved. And he mentioned like they didn't talk about too much and that reflected in the sales. Like two did not sell that well at all compared to the first one. So that's why that's why they kickstarted the third one, I think, partially because they, they need the money to, but also to like get people to talk about it and like you know, interact with the project more, and see what they want instead, which isn't bad. Like, I no. don't fault. I don't. Like, it's a small studio. I don't fault them for doing this. I don't like it when Square Enix keeps bugging me every month to go like kickstart our games, and I'm like, fuck you, you're Square Enix. Quit bugging me for money. Make it yourself, you cheap bastards. Like, that's what I don't like. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I when you tell me about that, I'm not a big fan of it either. Because it's like y'all are a big publisher. Like, come on now. And when have you really heard of any of their like kickstarted things ever doing anything? Yeah. It's like, they get I'm, stowed away somewhere, and we never hear about them. I'm still waiting for them to go to kick, start kickstarting Final Fantasy 16. We only need a hundred million dollars. <laughs> oh, hey, at least uh, Final Fantasy 12 got a release date. So, 
Only gotta wait till June 11 for that game to come out. <sighs> Too far away. This. <laughs> but they are releasing that Mobius game in like three days on Steam. Woo! Somehow it's. I don't know. Probably going to. Just be okay. I. I, I don't know. It, Speaking of Steam, have you seen? Have you heard about this Conan game? Yeah, that. Uh, Conan Exiles or whatever? Yeah, yes. every, everything I've seen about it, it's like, it has a penis slider. It has what in it. Yeah. It literally <laughs> has a, a package slider. And it's like, <laughs> that, okay, how's the actual game? What? Who cares? That's it has a dick t- slider. It's like, <laughs> no, something... what, no, what's the game? You know... <laughs> Isn't it like free to play or what? Yeah, well, uh, no, it's like I mean, it's cost some money. Yeah, it's thirty bucks right now. I really ought to ask those Funcom people if the. <laughs> I wonder if I could even get somebody to want to review that game. Who like likes, every time? Who likes every... penis? Raise your hand. <laughs> well, we and do it's have like, one. It, it is uncensored, by the way. Also, like. Uh, that's unsurprisingly if you're going to have a package slider it's going to be uncensored <laughs> at least in games like Saints Row like they kid it around with it a little like right, it was like, I yeah. think like a sexual meter or something but it's like no this one says it's like dick staring you in your face how high do you want it to go <laughs> literally <laughs> wow Oh, and, and big surprise, the reception so far is mixed. It's like, yeah. Surprise, it's not all bad. Like, uh, like Double Dragon 4 right now. Ooh. Uh, so, uh, so, well, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I lost it there, but, uh, I for, forgot where the hell uh, we were at some point, so I think that's it for the announcing of new games uh there is this big case that was won by zenimax uh over oculus which they get five well this is what the case says right now it doesn't mean that they'll actually get 500 million dollars because you know very much like the uh we saw with that hulk hogan gawker case he got 150 something million and he wound up getting 31 million so yeah i'm sure that will go down uh and I spend, you know, especially with all the crap that Palmer Lucky did politically uh, in 2016, uh, you know, this is kind of like just desserts, sort of, <laughs> for that crap. But now, now I, this to, doesn't surprise me at all, I guess. Now he has to wait another, another month before he can build his money bin to swim around in it. <laughs> Is he gonna have a money bin? To... Why wouldn't he? Scrooge McDuck did. I know, but uh, I mean, is he gonna have to pay some money out for this thing? He has to pay fifty million. Oh well, I'm, I'm sure that's not chump change for him. Yeah, and well, it breaks down. Oculus owes three hundred million. Uh, Palmer owes fifty million, and. I think the guy's name is like Brandon Lee, like Lee or, uh, yeah. yeah. 
Um, yeah, Brandon Arube. Er, er, yeah, he owes 150 million. Jeez. Uh, yeah, for uh, how did Paul Malucky only have to pay 50 million for lying about the where the headset came from? But Arube has to pay 150 million. What the? Fine. Probably more lies or uh, something like that. Well, and now Zenimax is actually seeking an injunction so that they can't sell the Oculus at all. That's which... pretty funny. <laughs> so, I mean, I wonder how much of a hit Facebook is going to have to take before they just go, all right, we're done we're selling buy... these. We're going to buy the Vive. <laughs> I wonder if that'll make it to where they'll lower the price on the Vive if they don't have an actual competitor like the Oculus to... Why? You then know, anything would go, go, go up. <laughs> true, but I mean, I guess if you want more people to to own it or whatever, I, I still feel like this is all a gimmick. I mean, I, I got an email, I think, I got woke up with an email from GameStop saying, hey, we got more PSVR units. Yeah, with like, like the under, Until Dawn Carnival of Death or whatever bundled in. The Russia Blood thing? Yeah. Like, okay. I mean, look, I... You know, I can't speak ill of the VR thing. I haven't used it. Um, but honestly, there's nothing that tells me this is going to be something that lasts for a very long time. And what are you talking about? What are you talking about, man? I still got my 3D TV. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, I, I you know, even the, the Resident Evil, which you can play the whole time in VR, everybody that I hear talk about it. It's cool, but it still feels like a gimmick. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they'll find that game that will finally uh, get things going. But it's just like, it also looks, I mean, when I see the setup that you have to have for the, even the PSVR, it seems really annoying. Like, unless you have a room dedicated to it with a separate PS4, who wants to keep moving their PS4 around constantly for that? Yeah. But I mean, I, I don't yeah. have a room in my apartment big enough for the Vive like room experience crap. Right. Yeah. My living room is not big enough. <laughs> Hell, my living room wasn't big. I mean, it would be now, but the one that I had originally when I had the Connect wasn't yeah. big enough for that. So, you know, I can only imagine for the VR, except for PSVR, where you could just do that sitting down, but. Still, uh, I don't, I don't want to say anything, you know, downplay. I'm just saying that this thing with Oculus, if it actually gets to where it, you can't be sold, is not good for uh, VR. Period. Even though, you know, still the the thought on the Scorpio is that Scorpio is going to have some kind of VR thing, and I wonder if they would have to partner with somebody else because the thought was they were partnering with Oculus. So I wonder if they could make a deal with Vive or something for that. But they get a lower powered version of it or something. Don't know Maybe. how that would work. So uh the division movie has a director, Steve Gagnon. He's going to write and direct the division movie. Uh he's written uh traffic and he also wrote uh the wonderful script of Call of Duty Ghosts, let me tell you. And uh, the Syriana movie, which I I uh, actually liked, so he was a director on that. A, I mean, you're this is a series that you're 
kind of big on, so... I like the Division story. I don't think it'll work well as a movie. Uh, also, like, this guy doesn't impress me that much. Right. And g- given, like, Ubisoft's past movies of Assassin's Creed and uh, Prince of Persia, it's like, all right. Yeah. Why don't they say fuck it, make? Why don't they fuck it, make a Rain Man movie instead? <laughs> <laughs> why not? At casting Jaden Smith as Rayman. <laughs> it's the same thing like with EA. Why not make another Need for Speed, right? Because the first one just did great. The the first one they made came back with, especially yeah. after that movie. You that know. like bombed horribly. <laughs> Yeah, but Aaron Paul just... They were expecting it was going to be like a Fast and Furious movie, like, you know, franchise, and it's like, no, no one cared. (laughs) It's like, you already got one Fast and Furious. You think people can't snuff out when you're trying to do the same thing? Just... Look how how well Torque did. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which is is a better movie than Fast and Furious. Yeah. But still... Well, no surprise, people. Star Wars Battlefront 2 coming this holiday season. There will be a single-player campaign. Uh, well, let's see if it's decent enough. And there's going to be more heroes and characters than the original game. So basically, you're going to take all the heroes and characters from the original game and then add more onto them, right? So... Playable Admiral Akbar. <laughs> And then you'll get uh, you'll get to go across different parts of the Star Wars universe, not just in multiple locations in that one part of it. So that's cool. I, I mean, Battlefront was a good game. I you know I've enjoyed what I've played of it. It's not something I want to own or anything, but I didn't ever... play it. Like I I I I don't really have any interest in those in that Battlefront or Battlefield series like whatsoever. So, except for like 2142, which I kind of liked, but they stopped supporting it. It doesn't work anymore. <laughs> you don't, you wouldn't even want to try out Battlefield 1? Heard so many great things. No, I don't care about World War 1. <laughs> ah, fair enough then. You do have to kind of care about the location. Uh, Sony, uh, pretty much what has been the same thing for Sony for like a while now. Uh, PlayStation stuff is doing okay, uh, and everything else is losing money. Not? <laughs> so, yeah, I think they lost like a billion dollars in their film, div- film division. Yikes. So good, yeah, luck, they, good, good going with that Ghostbusters movie, huh, guys? <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, that was such a great decision there, Sony, but... Hey, you wanted to make it, right? I mean... Well, here's the thing. The first Ghostbusters cost, like, I don't know, $10 million to make, I think. If the, right. $30 million to make. The one they made last year cost like $140 million. <laughs> yeah, but that was also the 80s, right? I mean... Okay, was... let's... If you... If you if you adjust for inflation, let's let's say the first one cost like seventy million dollars in like today's money. Right. That's still half of what this one cost, and it looked better. Agreed. 
And it made more money. <laughs> True. But I, w- I wonder if they made a male Ghostbusters movie, if that would have done anything or brought back some of the original cast or anything. I, I just, you know, I, I don't know. I, well, there, there were rumored, there were, like, I think it stopped, but there were rumors they're going to make another male Ghostbusters movie also, but that died. <laughs> well, and then they, didn't they went and make it like a Ghostbusters 4, but then, uh, What's it, you know the main guy? One of the main Her- guys died. Harold yeah, Harold Harold Ramis died. Yeah. Right. But I mean, they can always get Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson to do it. <laughs> yeah, Bill Murray. You know, he's not doing Oop. anything. <laughs> no, Bill Murray has more Garfield movies to voice. <laughs> uh, I like to forget that time where Bill Murray decided he wanted to go artsy. And I'm just like, all right, whatever suits your boat, there, Bill Murray. I mean, some of some of his like artistic movies are okay, uh, but no. <laughs> Get back yeah, in the like, like transporting or. Well, like Lost in Translation, people like a lot. They're nuts, but uh, oh, what was the one he did though? That was like terrible. Uh. Like St. Vincent. Blue, is that Aqua something or whatever the hell is? Oh, it's The Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou? Yeah. I don't think, was he in that? Yeah, he was in that. Okay, yeah. If that's okay, because, I mean, the guy making that is Wes Anderson. He doesn't make he doesn't make bad movies. True. True. But, like, St. Vincent was, like, a bad one. Uh, and he was in this really terrible, like, war movie. I forget what it was. Oh, Aloha is also a piece of shit. Oh. Yes, agreed. Fuck you, Cameron Crowe. Quit making movies. <laughs> God, Cameron Crowe's still making movies. He made, like, one good movie. He I, made, no, he made two. I don't like I thought he was Choir. all on that Left Behind movies. <laughs> no. Like, I don't like I don't like Jeremy Maguire, but it's still a good movie. And Vanilla right, Sky is right. an okay movie also. He's known for Almost Famous. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Is <sighs> well, it is. It is what it is at that point. But I mean, so they did uh, leak things about the uh, Scorpio, which this is old at this point. But pretty much, you have a uh, the creator of Warring the Bind Force to Thomas Mahler come out talk about uh, Scorpio not being a half-ass upgrade. It is a full-blown next-gen machine that just happens to let you play Xbox One games on it. Um, He feels like there will be a separation between the consoles and that there will be exclusive games for the Scorpio at some point. Even if Microsoft will tell you no. And it's going to be four and a half times as powerful as the Xbox One, just like has been pretty much... uh, touted around. We do know those six teraflops are really in there, whatever the hell that means. So. Well, I read two things. One is that, like, the, one of the rumors I read was, like, that it's more powerful, but it's still, like, going to be somewhat on par with, like, a PS4 Pro, which is kind of scary. And... 
Oh, you mean like the insides? Yeah. Stuff, yeah. And the other thing is like, I power ultimately doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. It's what the people do with that power and how well it's like, if like optimized. Like, if you look at past generational consoles, like the P like PS3 versus 360, the PS3 was a much more powerful console than the 360. But which was the better one, the 360? Because people programmed for it better. Or, like, the PS1 and N64 and Sega Saturn. Like, in some respects, the Saturn was, like, like if you want to talk about 2D games, best of the three. But the PS1, you know, did 3D better than either the other other two systems. So it's like, well... And the biggest one is, like, the Xbox versus the PS2. Like, the original Xbox. The original Xbox was, like, double the processing power of the PS2, but which one one of that of that console wore PS2? Right. So, I mean, it, it who it's going to be great if it's, you know, it's, it's all powerful and can make wishes come true and smell like leprechauns, but uh if developers don't develop for it and if no one cares, then what's the point? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think the difference is it's Microsoft, right? They're going to have people developing for it. It's more about if people are going to take advantage of that power and it's really going to look, like, amazing and, you know, blow everybody away. And then, you know, you still got the thing of, well, you got to have a 4K TV to really realize how crazy awesome this is. You know, so it's like, well, are you really going to be able to tell the difference if you're not into that range of, of having that kind of TV. So, you know, it, what's what's the point? Uh, yeah. Read that sales figure thing I'm, I posted a little. <laughs> so Xbox One has sold 26 million units in total, while the PS4, which now is even higher than this number, they're at 60 million, uh, according to the, their financial thing. So Xbox One sold 7 million units in 2016. And if it wasn't for the Xbox One S coming out, they probably would have sold a heck of a lot less. PS4 sold 20 million units in 2016. Ouch. It's only... It's only a... Uh, they're only trailing by... Uh, you know, 100%. <laughs> over 100%. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, no wonder Microsoft doesn't report these figures anymore, uh, because they're getting their ass handed to them. But, eh, I mean, think Here's about the, it though. Yeah. Well, there's two problems. One is everyone, or most people, know the Scorpio's coming out. So why are they going to buy an Xbox One? Um, the other thing is like when the Xbox One comes out, do they do they think it's do they think it's going to sell 40 million units? <laughs> Uh, not if it's at the price they're saying it's going to be, where it's going to be a, you know. Yeah, five or six hundred dollar <laughs> machine. <laughs> yeah, don't think so. There are people that are crazy enough to buy it, but I'm not, don't think that's going to be in droves or whatever. No. Tra- trading your Xbox One at a GameStop for a hundred dollars in Scorpio credit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not, uh. I mean, I guess if it was 500, it would get you down to what you know the system was costing for a while, the 400. But still, it's and, th- and then if you go into a GameStop and you go, do you have any, any new Xbox Scorpios? Be like, no. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. GameStop will come and tell you that they don't have anything, uh, just so you know they don't uh, go over their COL figures, uh, because they have this stupid new initiative called Circle of Life, which apparently, according to people that actually work there, they've had for a while. Basically meaning that they're going to pulverize you into the ground if you don't get pre-orders and uh, get pre-owned games and everything else. Pretty much the same strategy they've had for a long time. Just their naked people have to pay with their jobs if they don't meet their quotas, which is absolutely ridiculous. To the point where workers, when you go in there and try to buy a new game... And apparently this happened even with, like, the next day after a game came out. They were telling him, oh, we don't have new copies of that game. So apparently one person even did an online order, which this doesn't work for Kmart. If you do an online order, you have to wait 24 hours. You couldn't wait in the store. But GameStop, apparently, you can wait in the store. And he watched the guy pull, I think it was Resident Evil, from uh, the back for that online order, and he goes, oh, I'm the one p- here picking up the online order. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not like, you know, people can't catch you in these lies. I mean... There was something today on Kotaku about, like, some GameStop, I think it was a GameStop CEO, he put, like, a memo going, like, oh, we saw this, we saw this post, and we just want people to know that, like, uh, we don't think people are, like, want the incidence of people of our employees lying to customers is very low. It's like, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I've never had this problem in the two game subs that are closest to me that I go to. Uh, you know, of course I really haven't, I usually buy, if I buy a game, it's either on, I have it pre-ordered. So I get it that night that it comes out, which obviously they have to sell it to you new cause you're buying it then. Or it's something that I'm buying the next day and I don't have a problem. They've never told me, oh, we don't have it. It's usually sitting right behind them. They can't tell me that. Yeah. Uh, but, I I mean, I can understand somebody that comes in and though they will give you that rhetoric of, oh, it's only for the people that pre-ordered. I was like, uh, yeah, whatever. I have $60 right now. Are you really going to tell me you're not going to give it to me? That's like, well... I guess I'll go grab the street tour. The best buy is and go buy it there. <laughs> exactly, because where one of the GameStops are near me, Best Buy is across the street. The only reason I would even go to GameStop is because I have the credit card there, which makes it to where I don't have to have the money out of my pocket right then. But you know, it's just still it, this is a bad sales practice, and it's terrible for those employees. I feel so bad for them. Like that—that's the thing is GameStop has had stuff like this going on for a while. Like I remember like 10 years ago, I had a friend in college, he was working at GameStop and he had a, he had to hit pre-order numbers every week or he get fired and or written up and then fired. And it's like that's fucked up. Like how- well, not, not <laughs> to mention the practice of how they do the stores where they just leave them by themselves all the time and they can't ever give nobody hours or yeah, whatever. It's, it's like I wouldn't if I owned a game store, I would never want to have my employee like have my employees but like if you don't get if your uh, numbers aren't high enough you're gone it's like how does that inspire inspire like confidence or loyalty or you know if anything reward the people who like do well not punish people who don't do well like that's negative reinforcement son 
That does not yep. work <laughs> with people that well. <laughs> uh, but you know, apparently that doesn't work with them. They they've been doing this strategy for years. I mean, you can still go on YouTube and and watch all these videos of. Oh yeah, horror like old stories. Old well, even old training videos are hysterical. Ah. There was Apparently, one. Apparently, uh, you're not even supposed to be calling uh, GameStop people that walk in the door customers anymore. This is hilarious. But uh, go ahead. Remember, uh, did you ever have Hollywood Video out there? Yes, we did. Yeah. Remember in Texas, they had, we did. Remember they had a uh, game crazy. Uh huh. Yeah. They 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 had one of their like training videos leak for Game Crazy, and a it was actually kind of racist. And then B, it was like the most like embarrassing thing you could imagine. <laughs> Wait, what did, what did they do on this? Uh... Uh, if I remember right, it was like this overweight white woman was like rapping about how to sell what? video games. And it's what? like, wow. What? Wow. That's terrible. Oh. Hopefully this X-Men TV series that Fox is going to do is not terrible. Uh, especially if it has Brian Singer... Uh, directing the pilot, and it's going to have Sentinels. I wouldn't even have a problem if it's something like uh, Gotham, but X-Men related. But, uh, you know, whatever they decide to do here. Here's my question, is what X-Men do you have? (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, you can't do the two that are on another series on FX, so... Well, I mean, that's, one. that's disconnected from X. Like, that's pretty disconnected from X Men as it is. I'm, I'm talking about like which X Men characters would you have in this show? Like, really? Well, you gotta have Wolverine, right? I mean, Why? Like, how? Like, they're not gonna get fucking Hugh Jackman to do it. <laughs> well, they're gonna have to get somebody else that's not Hugh Jackman. I mean, I mean, didn't he say after a while he's gonna stop being Wolverine anyway? So they're gonna have to find somebody else. I mean, uh. I feel like you got to have Cyclops and, you know, your regular. I mean, I guess it all depends on what kind of series this is. This X-Men Evolution live action or is this like the regular X-Men, you know. I I view this as like an X-Men C-Team TV show, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like they're like they're not gonna have Wolverine, Cyclops, and Jean Grey in this show. Let's get I, I don't think that at all. Like they'll have like uh John Proudstar or Yeah, Pixie might have Beast or, as a... I, I think Beast is too high profile, honestly. I mean they so could ha- have him as an instructor or something like that. Yeah, but they'll have like the most C grade X-Men characters you can think of. Well, that's terrible for Fox because with their, you know, way that they cancel series or start moving them around and crap, uh, you know, it it won't live very long. No. I think what makes Gotham great is that it's set before all that and you still have all the characters that are just, you know, their younger selves or... You know, and it's I I can I can totally understand that, and it's based more off of Gordon than it is uh, you know Batman. But you know, unless they can hit 
hit that again with with X-Men. I just I don't know that getting a C team X-Men and making it like you're saying X-Men Agents of Shield is is going to work. Cuz I wonder sometimes if Agents of Shield if Disney didn't own the Marvel license if it wouldn't have been canceled already. Oh, it yeah, totally cuz it gets low ratings now. I mean, the sad part is it's actually a good show now. Like they fucked it up for so long though that no one's watching it right now. That's sad. I I totally like after the first season I kind of just yeah like they're it, yeah. they split it up and they split the season up now into two arcs one the first one is like Ghost Rider and right. the second one is like Life Model Decoy like robots and like the Ghost Rider stuff was like really good and no one watched it and it's like well because people know that like for two years you screwed this up for so long so what do you expect <laughs> sad. Sadness, but hey, Marvel's not stopping there. They're making two more series here, and they're going to be featuring uh, young adults. So, you know, for the younger crowd here, one's going to be on Freeform, which is the, I think, ABC. it used to be the ABC family, then Fox. Yeah, they've changed names so many times. Yeah, so now it's Freeform. I think Disney... Does Disney still own this, or is it... I don't know. I don't know what that was. But, uh, you know, they've... they uh, It's Cloak and Dagger. And you have uh, Olivia Holt from the Kickin' It show, and Aubrey Joseph of the Night Of is going to be uh, Cloak. Olivia Holt is going to be Dagger. And... Uh, it's coming of age story of uh, both of them here. So we have the pictures here in the dock of the actors. Uh, you... They look. I mean, they look fine. I, I'm kind of curious how old this the kid is, like the guy, because he looks young. Um, he's got to be in his well, late she's teens, 19, early twenties. She's nineteen. I don't know. He looks like seventeen, maybe. I don't even know. That's the thing. He could be seventeen or twenty, really. Yeah, um, but I'm just curious about how wh- where they'll place it or how they'll do it. Yeah, I mean, like, like will it be connected to like the Marvel landscape? <laughs> that's going to be interesting. Yeah, because I mean, they've the Netflix shows obviously are connected. Agents of Shield is loosely, yeah, connected when it wants to be, and then. You know, you got this, and you've also got the Runaways that are going to be on Hulu. So now they're on everything. Uh, And you've got six lead actors sitting here for this, which, again, we have the pictures here uh, for these actors. And it's, uh, I have no idea who any of these actors are. No, of course not. Except for Virginia Gardner. Um, Renzi Feliz from Teen Wolf, uh, the MTV Teen Wolf, Alex Wilder, as Alex Wilder, Lyrica Okano uh, from The Affair, which that's a relatively new show that I don't watch either, uh, as uh, Nico Minoru, uh, Virginia Gardner from The Goat, as uh, Carolina Dean, Ariella Barr from New Girl, which I stopped watching that show after a while, uh, Greg Sulkin from Faking It, and Antisocial, and Allegra Acosta from Just Add Magic, whatever the hell that show is. As Molly Hernandez, so that's the one yeah. I don't like. 
is because they're messing with that character's uh, ethnicity a little. Is she not uh, Latina? No. She's a white bl- white girl with blonde hair. <laughs> her, her name is Molly Hayes. <laughs> yeah, they gave the white... So is there two girls with... Is there two uh, white blonde-headed girls? No, because the one you're, ta- you're talking about, Virginia, whatever her name is. Yeah. No, because in the, in the comics, she's like a prismat... She has like prismatic skin. She's like pink and blue. <laughs> oh... So I'm it's sure like, the production costs would be too yeah. high for what Hulu wants to pay to be doing that. Which is 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. Maybe in season two. If Hulu is really good at... Uh, they'll keep bringing back their shows, much like Netflix. So, you know. We'll, we'll have to see. I'm, I'm sure they will do okay. It seems like they should just be on the CW, but... No, well, they can't be because it's, you know... Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like... Freeform is basically their version of... I mean, honestly, they should just be on Netflix. Like, they can still make the show. I think they just wanted to have deals with all the different companies, sort of. Like, they wanted to have a deal with Hulu, and they wanted to have a deal with Netflix so they can have different things on those. And Hey, if you're Marvel and Disney and all that, why not? You can do it, right? Uh, so let's talk about some games that we've been playing because oh, we have been to- playing some some you big forgot, games. Here. Uh, Peter Capaldi is leaving Doctor Who. Oh Hill. yes, Peter Capaldi leaving Doctor. Oh, how sad! I hate seeing him go, but this would be what that it, you're getting close to that three three year run anyway. Yeah, so. I would like. It's a shame he's leaving. Him especially, well, I could understand why he's leaving more than the others because, like, that is a pretty like he's not exactly a spry young guy. Let's be honest, right? And that's a, that's like a pretty physically demanding role when you think about it. Mm-hmm. So him, like, it's it's a shame, but you know, he's getting out kind of early while he can. Um, so who do you want? To, who do you want to take over? <laughs> Like I can think of a guy right now. It won't be Idris Elba. <laughs> oh damn it! Why not? After get uh, watch... get Michael K. Williams, the guy who plays Omar, to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I would think that Idris Elba would probably be the more likely of those two. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, man. I, it's, I wonder if they would play around with the female doctor thing. At this point, well, everyone uh, is just like, "Oh, I want Tilda Swinton to do it," and it's like she's a movie star. Like she's not going to fuck around at this TV show for you know six months or whatever. Like you're out of your minds. No, yeah, she's not. And like I saw, I saw this like uh, thing on I think a Digital Spy. They were like, "Oh, who could be the who could be the new Doctor?" And it, they were like Tom Hiddleston or. Uh, you know, Idris Elba, and it's like, again, they are movie stars. Yeah, these are her- big name actors. They're not going to fuck around with a TV show, like. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say that. Like, you know, TV is is in a golden age right now too, where you're seeing a lot of people come back to TV. I wouldn't 
you know, put it past them. But again, like you said, Doctor Who is rather demanding. And I honestly, there's no way I see Tom Hiddleston doing it. I mean, I guess if you threw enough money at Eldris Elba just to say, hey, you got the first black Doctor. But, you know, I I feel like it's probably going to be just another unknown person or somebody in that same class of Peter Capaldi, like somebody you might barely know, but not. Yeah. Okay. This is this is some of their proposed people who might do it. Rupert Grint from Harry Potter. Uh oh. Here, yeah. Tom Hiddleston is one. They said Matt Smith or David Tennant might come back. I'm like, yeah, that'll no, really happen. No, they're not. Uh, Daniel Craig. It's like, yeah, that, I'm sure that he'll really do it. Yeah. <laughs> or or Daniel Radcliffe. I'm like, yep. Yeah. Sure Daniel Craig won't even. Uh decide to leave Bond right now. You think he's going to go to do uh, Doctor Who? I, I don't, yeah. I don't see it. Not at all. I think people are just wish. I mean, it's fine. You know, fantasy book all you want to, but doesn't mean it's going to happen. Uh, the one female I would like to do it would probably be like Haley Atwell. Like, she could pull it off pretty well and she doesn't mind doing TV. Yeah, I could see her uh, doing that. I mean, I haven't seen her in anything in a while, but... Well, her man. ABC show bombed pretty bad, so... <sighs> Sad for her. So, alright, let's talk about these games here that we've been playing, and we've both been... You know, I don't... Did they just forget to put it in the review section? Because I don't see your Yakuza review there. At... It should be up there. <laughs> they might have put it in the news and forgot to move it over because I look at the the last reviews that's in that review section is your Planet Coaster review oh well <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah so you've officially reviewed Yakuza 0 I'm still making my way through it now that I'm done with Halo Wars um, any uh, I don't know that we actually did we talk about it the last time we had a we did we did a little cause, but we were both under embargo yeah okay so I mean, what do yeah. you uh yeah, it's on there. It's just an attached to the review section for some reason. Ah. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's in columns. That's why. Ah, uh, that's funny. What I was like, well, what the hell? I can't look at it. <laughs> um, but um. I gave it a nine point five out of ten. <laughs> like, I really like that game. It has some small problems, I think, but they are pretty negligible in the grand scheme of things. I uh, what and problems did. Did you, uh, I mean, other than, you know, like those goons that you have to fight all the time that. I love those guys. Those guys are great. They're hilarious. They're, they're not, they are not a problem to me. Um, cause you can take them down really easily if you know what you're doing. Um, oh yeah. Cause if they're nothing. You just need an electric shotgun and they go down quick. <laughs> um, like some of the map stuff disappears like certain missions, like the map indicator is gone. You just have to like hunt around to trigger the next, the next event, which is like very tedious and boring. If you don't know what you're doing, uh, some of the mini games are pretty bad or not explained well. Um, like baseball is a crime, I think, cause it's just terrible, but that's kind of about it. Honestly, I'd like it. If the cities were bigger, that's, you know, Either here or there, really. Right. 
But that's yeah, I think it's a great great game. Yeah, really, I mean, the, really good combat system. <laughs> oh yeah, I love the combat system. It's fun. I mean, I find myself just kind of using the uh, the pink one most of the time because it's really fast. But, for which for which guy? Uh, well, for uh, for or, uh, Kiryu because I don't have uh, the other guy yet. But I well, you haven't gotten it yet, I don't think. But Kiru has a. Have you gotten the orange one? I only have the the first three. Yeah, well, yellow is the you have the you have the yellow one. I use that the most actually. Oh, the one where you throw stuff around the bear one. Yeah, because he has a great move where uh, he can pick up a guy and like spin him around. And he hits two other people. Oh well, yeah. I I probably play around with it more. I just I kind of like just getting rid of the uh, the goons like really fast. So. Yeah, have you, like the Mr. Uh, Shakedown. Oh, God, he freaking took like 9 million yen away from me or whatever. I got into like a little bit before he was going to die, and then he clocked me really hard with the damn punch yeah, he took out. Yeah, they, they hurt. They hurt bad. Oh, God, they take away half your health when you're trying to kill him. I'm just like, jeez. And then I didn't have any curatives on me at that point, right when I was – because I was trying to find a damn store. Yeah. And I hadn't figured out on the map that, like, yellow means the stores. Yep. And I'm sitting there trying to find a store for the life of me, and then the one place where I needed to go, he was there. And I'm trying to go backwards, and I run into a freaking wall, and he happens to keep moving. And I'm like, oh, my – damn it. Like, the one time I run into you. <laughs> uh... So here's the thing. When you get the other guy, his name's Goro. I forget his last name. He's – a better fighter, I think, because I didn't find Kira that much to fun to like to fight with. Right. But Goro, Goro has one one style is like normal, just like punches and kicks. One style he he brings out a baseball bat, and he goes he uses it like a nunchuck. And it's oh, awesome. awesome! And his third style is like capoeira, like he just starts break dancing and pe- like kicking the shit out of people. <laughs> Awesome. Um, but each character also has a fourth hidden style. Do you... I'm guessing you have to do a bunch of stuff to unlock it or whatever. Yeah, you have to... Uh, you haven't gotten to it yet, but Kiru has like a real estate business he does. Right. And Goro has a... Uh, his name is Majima. He has like a cabaret club he has to run. And you have to progress all the way through that to unlock their hidden styles. And Kiru's is just, like, another, like, punching and kicking style, which is kind of boring. But Majima's is, he he takes out a knife and starts laughing like the Joker and starts cutting people up. It's hysterical. Awesome. Uh, well, I'm uh, looking forward to continuing to go through this game and hopefully but, uh, get... Go ahead. I was going to say... Uh, with Majima, you unlock the the uh, oh what is it the weapon shop, and then you can oh, take okay. on Mister Shakedown guys because you literally get something called a Zap gun, which is like an electric shotgun, and they go down like three hits. Oh, nice! But awesome. they get they start getting harder, so it takes more hits to like take them down. But you know, I can you can get like I got like one point eight eight billion yen off them. <laughs> Damn. 
never run out of money at that point. No. I think I've no, done you... the the bowl. I did the bowling right before we started or whatever. That was. I like bowling. I I, I like bowling in that game. Yeah, that was fun. I uh, you had the little meter goes back and forth, and then it you have to pick the power and all that stuff. And yeah. I like that you uh, can just by going to the store, going to the bowling, just by talking to the the girl, you can have this relationship with the. Just... So, I'll give you a little spoiler for, for that one. Uh, so it's you're playing as Kiru when you bowl. Right. And she keeps talking about like a bowling championship they have to do, which is really annoying actually. But once you win it, you unlock a financial advisor for your real estate shop, and it is a chicken. <laughs> oh man, I want to get this chicken now. Guys, she's like, she's like, oh the 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 uh, the the bowling winner gets a turkey. And he's like, okay, like I'll, I'll I'll try it, and then you win it, and it's a live chicken, and he's like, well, first of all, it's alive, and second of all, this is a chicken, and she's like, well, I could I could go kill it real quick if you want me to, and she's like, he's like, no, and he shares the chicken, and the chicken stares back, and like, I'm gonna keep it, <laughs> and it becomes a financial advisor for you. <laughs> like there is some goofy shit in that game, like you meet Michael Jackson, like a Michael Jackson wannabe. Oh, like character, Steven Spielberg is like kind of in it. Well, I mean, if you played any other games, it shouldn't really surprise you because they do a lot of that stuff in there too. But it, I mean, it's it's very Japan. Um, I think it's really accessible though. I think it's it's not something that like oh I'm going to be totally out of my depth trying to play this game. I think it's very you yeah. learn as you go. It's easy to get into. I don't because. Yeah. You have, I think you have. I've never played a Yakuza game before, so I was able to pick this up with like little. I had some problems here and there, but like almost no problems, and just kind of go for it. Right? Yeah, it's it's just a fun. I, and I love all the mini games that I've been able to play, and the, like the karaoke was hilarious. Like just. Oh yeah, uh, especially like three fourths of the song where they like break out into a costume. Yeah. Like, what is going on? What the hell's happening right here? Uh, so you also have Tales of Berseria for two different systems. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm... It's That game's weird. I don't think I actually like the gameplay that much. Yeah. Like, it's fine, but I'm just mashing A constantly, because it's just like, you decide. Like, yep. The, the data system is so, like, insane. It's like, I don't know what I'm doing half the time. I feel like every game... Since uh, I want to say like Vesperia, they've just made it Got... more and more complicated. Yeah, uh. like this one. This one, I, like if it didn't have that you decide option, I'd be lost because it just the computer just picks whatever. Um, but I really like the characters. The story is interesting. It's a lot smaller than Zesteria was, from what I remember. Like the world, or like what you're doing. Um, I'm as playing far as it, open world as the stereo. No, God, no. Um, I'm primarily playing it on PC. I got about, I want to say, thirty hours into it, maybe twenty-five, not thirty-four. Um, and I'm playing it on PC. It well, it runs worse on PC than PS4, but I can use Cheat Engine to bypass all the tedious crap in the game, so that helps. Well, yeah, 
Of course. Well, <laughs> like, crafting is so boring in this game. It's just like, all right, got to, you know, disenchant, like, destroy these boots to get this material out, and then I can enchant my sword with it, and it's like, like, what does it matter? Yeah, and, like, and I, that is one of the things I've always, like, with the Tales games, like, I felt like there's no point in doing that. It's just... And, and the way you, like, learn new moves is you have to, like, use the weapon or gear you have for, like, it, you know, battles. You have to, like, right. well, if I want, want to learn this, like, plus five attack, I have to use this sword 60 times, and you know, and I'm like, this takes so long. Like, holy shit, why is this taking so long? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I... It kind of makes me, I don't know, so would you say, is it worth it if you, like, later when it goes on a price cut, or? Well, I got it for free, so that was cool. Um, <laughs> that's the perfect price, honestly. No, um, if it gets, like, 30 bucks, it's fine. Um, the DLC is really gross in the game, though. Like, grosser than in previous games, I think. Because yeah, you, you were only... telling me on one version it's like twenty dollars and well, they started this PC version initially only had like three options. It was like one, one there was like one bundle, like you know, five herbs was was free. They always do that. Like this, this is this is how they get you in. Um, and they had like one thing that was like a dollar, and then they had like one thing that was twenty dollars for like you know, double XP, double double gold. Uh, you know, all this crap. And the, I think they fixed it a little, so they added more stuff into it. Like, so they spaced it a little better. But the PS, the PS4 version, it just has, like, 20 different options, like costumes, and if you want... The grossest thing is you can only carry 15 potions at any time, like healing potions. Like, there are different types, obviously. But you can only carry 15. Uh, one of the PS4 options is like carry 15 more for a buck 50, and I'm like, <laughs> "Fuck you!" Every other game is ni- carry 99 at all times. Like, why like, is it limited to 15? Come on now, what the hell? It's like, yeah, or I can play the PC version where Cheat Engine just gives me infinite of them. It's like, boy, tough option here. Yeah, really. But I mean, the counter to all this is the PS4 version runs better on, at least than on my PC. And my PC exceeds the recommend, recommended specifications. Wow. That's not cool. Uh, <laughs> like, that's, that's not good. My PC is old now, but it, still, it's like, rec- it exceeds the recommended specifications. So what's going on? <laughs> uh, yeah, no idea on that. Look, like the battles are, battles are fine. Like they, they're like 60 frames a second. Right. Getting around was like four. I, I I fixed it up. I lowered the specs down a little, so it's stable, more stable now. But initially, it was like forty five forty five frames per second, and in a big area, or if I was running away from an, an enemy, it dropped to like twenty. I'm like, this isn't cool. There's something wrong here. <laughs> yeah, it should not be doing that. But... Well, uh, but... anything else? Oh, I like the game. Like I said, I think the characters are interesting. It's very dark. Like it is a super dark game. Like, and like the you're basically playing as bad guys, which is kind of funny. That's interesting. 
like you you do meet like one chick who becomes who, who joins your party like pretty like halfway through the game and she beca- she's like the one good character but like your character she just wants to like murder everyone in her path to get to her to get revenge on this guy <laughs> <laughs> no don't hate on a woman that's been scorned and the other like the, your first party member is like a demon who wants to like kill his brother <laughs> Nice. Yeah, just lots of evil characters, though. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's Tales, so if you like that, it's more of that. Anything else on your end? Uh, I'm playing a little Marvel Heroes. They updated it pretty recently, which people don't like, which is, you know, big surprise. Uh, it, looks like, it looks like that game might finally be hitting consoles soon, which is not going to end That's well. interesting. Like that uh-huh, game barely. Go. Well, I'll be curious if they drag in the PC account system, or like you know, if you played on PC, if you'll just be able to log in and use what heroes and characters you have. If they do, that's great. If not, they done fucked up. But that game is super busy, so I wonder how well these things will actually run. <laughs> I mean, does DC Universe do? No, because that's okay. that's over. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. They killed. <laughs> and that was an MMO. That was different. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see if if they can get get it uh, down. And I've also been playing Super Metroid. <laughs> well, it can never go wrong. Super Metroid. Uh, I finally got a car- to... I finally got a cartridge, but I think I have to do some work on it. What's wrong with your cartridge? Uh, when I got it, I looked, I loaded it up, and I had, like, one clear save on it, and, like, another one that was, like, half clear, and I started my own. And I loaded it up, like, an hour ago, and the saves were all gone. Ooh. So I think the battery's dying or dead. That sucks. Hopefully, it's not a, not a permanent thing. Well, I have to, I, to fix it, I have to, like, desolder the battery and put in a new one. <laughs> you, uh, good luck with that. I would not know... The first thing. I thought uh, I'll probably pay someone to do it if I can. <laughs> uh, I've also uh, been playing Kingdom Hearts 2.8, which um, includes that one-hour movie, which was fine. Uh, it's nothing, you know. I mean, you do get to learn about the like, I guess the prequel to everything, but it's still as confusing as everything else in Kingdom Hearts. Just do need a diagram to, like, figure out what's going on. Yeah, you still need a diagram. God. I, whatever. This series sometimes... Like, I, f- I don't... Like, I, I appreciate that series from a pretty gameplay-specific point. Like, right. I think those games are just fun to play. Like, the, at least the first two, at least. But, like, the people who are way into that series, like, the lore of it, it's like... You need mental help. <laughs> I mean, you need, you really need to study that crap, and like, you have to under. It's like, no, I just, I love it for the Disney characters and the Final Fantasy and the, the gameplay and everything. But I'm just like, all right, well, this is probably gonna go where my head, y'all, with all this heartless and the, the, the heart this and the Kingdom Hearts. I'm like, all right. The, the nothings, how, how they spawn from the heartless and all this other the crap. Nobody, yeah, the nobodies from the heartless and. Like the that's your nobody Sora and like all right all right whatever. Uh, and then how how Aqua and how 
Roxas, who, who the fuck that kid is, how they all intertwine and Yeah, I I had to go play the um the Birth by Sleep first to really kinda understand that thing with Aqua, but uh the uh I have been playing the Dream Drop Distance. Uh, it it plays really well. Um I haven't ever I've only played the three D S version for a little bit. Uh but if this is what Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be on PS4, please sign me up. Or if this is what the uh, the collection is going to be on PS4, sign me up because it runs beautifully. Uh, there's no uh, frame rate drop. It, it's just super smooth. Uh, the switching between Riku and, and Sora is really good. And I don't like the drop system uh, as, as like nobody does, but it's part of that game and it is what it is, but I'm kind of ex- I'm almost I have those two collections on PS3, and I'm almost really tempted to get them on PS4 because it runs so well, and I I you know I want to get, get a on, chance to play them again. I'll get it on PS4 just because I want to have like both games on one thing, right? But I mean I I'm sure it'll just play the same. Interesting too that Final Fantasy XII is apparently going to be on Xbox One. After they did not port ten, ten two, or uh, the other damn game seven, eight, nine. None of them were on Xbox. Well, like yeah, they didn't they didn't port ten two, ten and ten two over there. But they are gonna have twelve. That's that's weird. Normally, like if it's been a Sony thing, it stays a Sony thing. Uh, so, but you're not gonna have Kingdom Hearts one, two, and whatever on Xbox One. But you are gonna have three. Okay, whatever. It still doesn't make any sense to me, but that's how uh, things roll, I guess. Uh, but, I, I mean, I think that's it for us on, on this show. Uh, we'll try to... I, I'm going to make this a thing where we are doing this <laughs> in a regular schedule. Um, Wednesday night, Thursday-ish, around there. Um but until uh, next week, where Neo finally comes out on uh, the PS4, I asked for a copy. Sony's never responded to me on anything, so I'm not expecting anything here. Uh, but you never know. Also, uh, the re-releases, or I don't know if you call them remasters, of Knights of Azure and Alchemist, or... Um, all Tears Sophie, Alchemist of uh, the Mysterious Book, both of which are on uh, PS4 right now, and I think they're both on Vita. Uh, so you Knights can... Of, Knights of Azure is a bad game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we might get those for review, so those PC-only people are probably going to get stuck with those. And you I think me, there's a... You mean me, don't you? Bastard. No, I don't. I don't mean you. <laughs> I mean, I mean some of these new kids that we have that are like only PC people. Uh, I think one of them has an Xbox One, but still, like, uh, so I mean, yeah, we have that, and then there's like a Naruto Four DLC and uh, the Yoshi's Woolly World on on 3DS, and it, that's sort of it for this week. But we're starting to get into more. More uh, bigger games as the weeks go on. Of course, Horizon Zero Dawn there at the end of the month of February. So, but uh, that, that, that's a small game. Yeah, it's, it's only small. 
It's you know, and then you got the switch coming out like five days or like four days later, so no big deal. Whatever. But uh until next week. We'll see you guys later, everybody. Later. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment.